Well, when we did Nightmare 3, um, we sat here for like at least an hour trying to figure out how many people were involved in the killing of Freddy. I have an answer. Oh, yeah? This movie actually answered the question. Two, please. No. <laughs> so in There's this... only one man. So we have Nightmare 1 with the original cast and everything, and then we have Nightmare 2, but Nightmare 2 was the idea that a, somebody else, this guy Jesse, moved into the house and Freddy was using him to kill people in the real world. That's why number 2 is considered like not canon and really kind of yeah. sucks. So we go to Nightmare 3, and while you know Nancy's like, you're the last of the Elm Street children. So now we know in Nightmare 4... Yes, they were the last of the Elm Street children. That's why Alice has to be brought in to bring more people yeah. into the dreams because she gets Kristen's power. Which means <clears throat> there were 11 children who were the original Elm Street. Elm Street kids. Therefore, 22 adults. It took 22 adults uh, yeah, no, to well, kill Freddy. Well, I think we Hold talked up. about it. Did it take 22 or were there some people just in the background? Yeah. Like, Oh, we know there's or, some people in the background that didn't do anything, but the mob apparently was at least or, 22 people. what if a father went out for smokes and never came back, so now you're down to 21 adults, you know? Like, maybe a mom didn't, wasn't there, you know? Well, I thought about that, too, and in number maybe three... Maybe someone had no legs, so that's half a person. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. They're in a 21. wheelchair. 21.5 yeah. people. They, right. they couldn't get in the house because it was not wheelchair accessible, yeah. so, so they, they were, were like, outside, shit, I'm just sure. sitting outside. Burn this motherfucker. <laughs> someone, someone stopped for cigarettes and was late, and he was already dead. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit. Got in a car accident. Now we're down to... And like, like, what if by the time Freddy came back, like, you're opening a whole new dynamic. If by the time Freddy came back, like, it was a stepdad in the picture. And he's like, man, I don't even know this motherfucker. What are y'all talking about? Like, why are you haunting my kids? But then he wouldn't have been involved in the original burning of Freddy. Yeah. Between 20 and 22. Or... I would say between 20 and 22. What if somebody moved from the neighborhood... And he can only do Elm Street kids. So like this new family moved in. This kid's like, what in the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> what I get brought into? Just my parents moved in. This I'm in four, neighborhood. I moved into 1429 Elm Street, and I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, Freddie's like, I'm here for you because you burn me. Man, I don't even know who the fuck you, you are, are, dude. Like, <laughs> stab him in the fucking throat. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, homie, I moved here from Ohio. Man. Oh like, man, we needed a Freddie in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> Elm Street went ghetto and <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. At the end of the movie, he like raps with the fat boys. Does that count? That hurts my soul a little bit. Hurts my soul. <laughs> this movie, like, it came out in '88, right? So yeah. this is just like peak '80s bullshit in this fucking movie. Oh god, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just uh, dude, when the like by the end where we have that montage of her like getting ready, I was like. Just one giant eye roll. Yeah. I was like, God damn. Even Freddy movie. gets a montage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. man. That that whole scene, once we once we get to that, I, I got some shit to say about that. Uh, but yeah, this whole movie. Was it like do you think it had to feel like let's keep grabbing the eighties to an extent, but now let's get ready for like the nineties? No, this just felt eighties to me personally. It's referred like to it, it's referred to as the MTV. Nightmare. It but there was only much... one goddamn scene of MTV in this movie. Well, no, but... Well, no, it's just like the vibe of the movie. The, the one thing this movie was missing, a goddamn song from Kenny Loggins. <laughs> I was waiting for it to kick in somewhere. I mean, it was the fucking 80s, man. The master of soundtracks. Why are you not in this film? <laughs> you know? Like, I mean, you could have done any song. Highway to the Freddy Zone. Yeah, you know? You could have done fucking some Footloose. See, it wouldn't have shocked me. No. No. <laughs> no. Like, I'd have been like, yeah, that's about right. That's par. I'd have been like, yo, if welcome, I, Kenny. 
if I had to make a judgment on the soundtrack, I feel like this is the best soundtrack out of the series. If you look at the like the past movies, and then when you go into the further movies, like this, it. I'm not saying it's good. I'll have to take I'm just saying it. it's the best soundtrack out of it. I can't. Remember. Yeah, because I, I would think most Freddy soundtracks would be like just instrumentals. You know. Well, the know. last movie had the Dokken, Dream Warriors. Yeah. You know, yeah, thing. yeah. But. That's what I'm saying. There's always this weird theme music in these fucking movies, and it's always terrible. Like it's, also, mo- it's so on the nose that you're like, go fuck yourself, movie. <laughs> well, they had Drama Rama with the Anything Anything song in two different scenes, like when Rick is doing his karate and yeah. then um, when she does the nunchucks. We'll get to that. And then the first song is actually sung by Tuesday Night, who played the new Kristen. Mm. And she was pretty shocked that her song made it uh, for the opening scene. And then Sinead O'Connor, like that Sinead O'Connor mm-hmm. song, Hands On Me or whatever, is Damn, it should have been Nothing too. Compares to You. <laughs> oh like, my God. Why not? That would yeah. Why not? It's been seven been years and, you know, like 16 <laughs> days. Like, what the, the fuck? Since you took my sleep away. The final uh, oh, fight scene. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> No. They were in a church. I just remember that goddamn song because when we were like younger, we go like down to Wilmington to stay at this motel or whatever, and every morning it had like MTV and the Sinead O'Connor was always on at that time frame. So I was oh, like, yeah. okay, so I knew that song. I never knew it was a Prince song back then, but mm, surprise, sure. way to go, Prince. <laughs> song you wrote? I don't think he ever sung it, did he? I think so. Did he it? might have. Isn't there a Prince thought- version, or was it someone else? Chris did Cornell it did well. a version. I know, but. Or maybe not. Maybe Prince just wrote it. I think Prince wrote it. Yeah. I don't think there's a Prince version of this it. This song ain't good enough for me, but you can have it. You can have it, white bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> dark quick. White bitch. Ball-headed motherfucker. Like, <laughs> God damn. Like, and I just remember endless amounts of parodies after that song came out. Oh, Everybody yeah. Everybody had something to say. Sure. And then that infamous Saturday Night Live where she like tore pictures of the Pope. Well, I was too young to understand what the hell that was about. Yeah. You can't even find that episode. Like she didn't you give go a on fuck. Like, Hulu or whatever. Like you can't find that episode of Saturday Night Live where Sinead O'Connor sings and then goes, "This is the real enemy," and like tears a picture <laughs> of the Pope apart. I'm like, damn, son, like didn't make the cut. That won't yeah. script it. <laughs> it's like Kanye West with the Katrina fucking uh, fundraiser. Mike Myers is like, donate your money, and then Kanye is sitting there. And he's like, Bush hates black people. And Mike Myers is like, the fuck did you just say? Like, <laughs> God damn. Like, That's about all you can do in that situation. It's like, huh? Like, like, yo, I ain't a part of this shit, man. I didn't, I didn't say none of this. Like, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I mean, damn. You're trying to get money, man. <laughs> like, fucking Kanye. Like, why don't you donate some goddamn money? He what? doesn't have any money. Didn't he do, like, a GoFundMe for, like, because he was broke? I don't fucking know. What? There's no way he's broke. Yeah. Did Kim take all his money? No way, no. I don't know. I need child support, three million a month. What? <laughs> Kids don't need no three million a month. There's no way she she made more money than he did. <laughs> I'm they, not saying Kanye's a gold digger. They eat caviar, <laughs> fucking Gerber. That's what them babies ate. <laughs> God damn! Are you ready to get jumping into this? Certainly. All right. Listen or perish. Sacrifice your morals. Fill your brain with trash. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Trash for Brains, a podcast where needs to nitpick a movie of ours or your choosing. My name is Philip Kinney. With me, as always, is Stephen Wallowich. And there is a special guest here today, Liv Tyler. I don't really know. <laughs> Liv Tyler. Hi. No. 
you got to redo that shit, son. This is fucking October episode. You better do spooky voice. You I take it as a compliment that I look like Liv Tyler. <laughs> Arwen. I don't know why it was the first name that popped in my head, but it was. It's Usually Arwen. it's like a Butch Rosie O'Donnell, so. <laughs> Jesus. I'm all right with it. Don't sell yourself short. No. I'm not trying to. I didn't say I did. You just said it. We didn't say that. No. But you didn't do spooky voice, so now I'm going to be depressed this whole episode. Welcome to a special spooky October episode. I don't know what I said last Yay! time. Yay! It was something <laughs> that level. Nice. Welcome back to October. No. Like I forgot this was an October episode, to be honest with you. <laughs> we're putting this bitch out in November. Like, no, we're not. <laughs> so now that we're in the spooky session. Hi, guys. I'm Kristen Amsterdam, the resident Freddy expert. No, you're Liv Tyler, okay? Go by your new stage name. Go fuck Ben Affleck. Yeah, go fuck Ben Affleck. Graham crackers run across your chest. Yeah, it's a line. He's going to a swamp. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) Like what the fuck? Armageddon. I liked it better when you guys drugged me. Well, guess what? (laughs) The day is still early. (laughs) It can happen. Halfway through, she's gonna be like, "Freddie," and this scene like, (laughs) like, "Aha!" Kicked in. You looked away from your drink for a moment. Yep. So you could have been drugged. You don't know. <laughs> Spiked White Claw. You guys aren't even trying anymore. <laughs> Why am I? I'm not drugging anybody. That's all Phil. Look at him. No. Kobe did from here. <laughs> Kobe did. Was Kobe one of the parents that killed Freddie back in the day? No, he was young enough to be an Elm Street kid. So he, he moved away. And then the next year, Freddie started this shit. And then Freddie realized, like, wait a minute. The Bryants moved away. Wrong answer, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm coming back for you. Oh, this brings us back to if you're on Elm Street, you're fucked. And if you're on Main Street, you're good. And like Freddie ran out of Elm Street kids. It was like, okay, it's time to bring in the Main Street kids. That's the thing in this fucking movie. He's just like, he's run. There's one left, right? Three. There's three left. At the the three well, in the beginning. And I'm talking like and, yeah. after they're dead. Because then he's just like, all right, now I need someone else to just bring kids to me. That would be. Uh, like his mission is basically complete after. Uh, yeah. And the problem is, if Kristen would have kept her goddamn mouth shut, she could have ended it. But no, Kristen had to be like, Alice. That's what I'm saying. Man, Alice should have showed up in that dream like, first off, where the fuck am I? Why the fuck you throw this on me, yo? (laughs) Like, Alice should have helped toss Kristen in the fucking boiler. Like, man, fuck you, bitch. Like, Like, this ends, like, that's what I'm saying is like, he had like this mission throughout the first three to like kill all the kids of the people who killed him, right? That's um, his thing. One and three. I said two goes off the rails. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, okay. Can we just, that's what his goal is supposed to be. It was right? supposed to be seeking revenge on the parents who killed him by taking right, the by Elm taking Street the children. Kid. But now he's got a taste, Phil. I guess. Uh, yeah. So he, he can't quit this. Dolls. this is, uh, can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> no. Gotta keep going. Extending my reach. I mean, it was I like guess. I was... It just seems lazy. Well, it was like, <laughs> of course it's, it's like, lazy. Like, it's just like the most lazy shit. Where it's like, like I, I was telling Krista earlier, the, first, the, the more I watch these goddamn movies, the, and, you know, obviously they get fucking sillier as they go on. It's like a shitty fucking Saw movie, except there's no way to win this game with Freddy. Like, one kid's going to win, but the rest of them, you're going to die. You can't, like, wake yourself up. Like, Saw, at least it was like, yo, you get out of my trap, you're going to be a little fucked up, you'll live. Sure. Or you're just going to fucking die. Freddy is like, well, I'm going to play cat fuck around with you, and then I'm going to just murder you. Yeah. It's not fair odds, man. Not fair at all. No, it is not. It's bullshit. And Wes Craven but, needs to be taught a lesson. 
Well, Wes, again, Wes Craven wasn't it's involved with this one. Yeah. I mean, he had his own little script of something having to do with time travel and new lines, and it was like, nah, that doesn't make any sense. So he's like, okay, fuck you guys. And like, he said, up. fuck you guys and build a diner. The Craven. The Craven. I got you, motherfuckers. Like, come get some of these fluffy buttermilk pancakes. Like, what? He moved on. But we start off with fake Patricia Arquette. Yeah. In a dream world. <laughs> and you said her name's Tuesday night? Tuesday night. It took me a minute to realize this was supposed to be that character. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, like, what was it? Like, uh, the music's going. She comes up on the little girl who's with the chalk. And yeah, she's on yeah, yeah. Freddy House, whatever. And then she goes into the house because it starts raining because that's the best place to run, obviously. And at, when she enters the house, she said, like, like kind of like, okay, Kristen, get a grip or something of the like. And it's like, oh, you're Kristen now. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh. I had to look it up. I was like, Kristen, yeah. that's the same character. I was like, let me make sure. I got. I still like the little like, Freddie drawn in the window. Hey, <laughs> like he's waving. Like what the fuck? He's not home right now, but he's like clearly. He's in the, the window. Picture. What are you talking <laughs> so, like, about? We're supposed to believe like she's doing this all the time to check to see if, if he's yeah, there if or not. Right. She like, is convinced Freddie is coming back. So she's like doing this all the time. And she willed but, him back into existence. Basically, piece of shit, man. Dumb. <laughs> Couldn't have just left well enough alone. You had to make some money, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, she gra- like she drags Joey and Kincaid. Yeah, you they should have killed the her right then. Yeah, right. dude, that'd be funny. They're like, funny. you need to knock this shit off. Yeah. Like, we're we're trying to live our lives. Like, it's stop. Over. He's like, he's over. he's coming back. Your he's dog back, bit guys. me. And How Joey, dare, like, and Joey was the one who said it. Right? He was like, you know, did you ever think that if you keep doing this, you're gonna drag him back right. here? Like, it's like, yeah, he was already dead. I mean, uh, I mean, that's the thing. Is like. It's never going to be taken care of. He's already fucking dead. Yeah. So he could always come back. And you know what I noticed? The fact that Chris's mom has been doing good for herself from the she got a third movie. House. Hell yeah, man. Gold digger, <laughs> man. God damn, what happened? Yeah. And why wasn't Kristen making fucking, you know, popsicle stick houses again? Paper mache houses, whatever the fuck she was doing in the other <laughs> one. She grew out of that. So she's not an art major. Yeah. That's she gave sad. up her dream, man. Like she had to die. What's this chick name? Tuesday, Wednesday. What's Tuesday her name? night? Tuesday, Tuesday night. night. Tuesday night. She did not convince me that she was Patricia Arquette. Okay. Yeah, no. no, not at all. Not at all. It's she noted wanted- from the cast, like like the chemistry that Patricia Arquette gave with Joey and Kincaid. You know, like there was something there. You can clearly see when all three of them are on screen together. They're just like, eh. Yeah, and it's you- weird. Well, you can also, t- I think there was doubt on Tuesday night's part where like, oh my God, I'm taking over for Patricia Arquette. Because by this time, like Patricia Arquette is getting better roles. Sure, yeah. So like, you're trying to fill like giant shoes and that's got to be nerve wracking. True. Like, I don't think it's her fault. It's just weird. I always find it weird when franchises do this where they replace an actor. Mm. It's just like, maybe just write a different story. Mm. Like, if you can't get that person back, like, it's just so jarring. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I get it. Like, they were going to kill her off early. So, I guess it's okay. I don't know. I mean, and maybe that's where Rennie Harlan was going with it. Yeah, he was maybe. Because like, he, like, it's very unceremonious the way he gets rid of the first, the last of the Elm Oh, I know. Kids, like, you know? Like, it's, it's And it also, like, it, it that, but also it still takes too long, in my opinion. Like, it's still, even though, like, not a lot of care is taken... It still takes way too fucking long. Well, you still need introductions to the next fresh crop. Yeah, but, like, do you really get that in this movie? Like, I didn't give a shit about any of them. Like, not a single one of them. I mean, I I liked Alice. I liked Rick. 
I, Alice I is okay. Alice is like she won she wins me over by the end of the movie. Well, she's the only one with an arc. But yeah, yeah exactly. So it's like, <laughs> so everyone well, else dies. Like, like, it's like they rush the introductions with everyone else. Mm-hmm. I really didn't give a shit about any of them. They were just fodder in my mind. Uh, which isn't good for a fucking horror movie. You should want you should give a shit yeah. when they fucking die. A lo- all right, so the budget for this movie was 100% effects. There was a writer's strike going on. Um, the script was not complete. So what we're missing is some really good dialogue because the dialogue is terrible it's throughout the entire terrible. movie. Um, but it all went to effects, to the dreams, to the dream worlds. and blah. Sure. So like you don't get to care about anybody because you don't get to know them. And they all kind of fit a cer- They fit different tropes. I will give it this, though, because you got... Instead of like the dumb jock guy, you've got Brooke Thies as like you know the the weightlifting sure, kind of yeah. hardcore chick with hair out to eternity because it's yeah. still the eighties. Yeah. Um, instead of the nerdy guy, you've got the nerdy girl, but she has like a sense of style and she's funny. She actually kind of has a personality. My favorite character, honestly, is Rick. I think Rick is the only thing that holds it together in the beginning of the movie. I think. Well, yeah, Rick is. I think I agree with you. He's definitely doing like a Christian Slater thing. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he like, got plucked from Heather's and, and, and just yeah, thrown and into Christian Slater is doing a Jack Nicholson thing. So it's a weird thing going on here. It's layered. It's fun. I do like Rick. Yeah. But yeah, like the, the but like he gets more screen time because he's uh, Alice's brother. Yeah. In the, I think in the script they said it was they were supposed to be twins. It's never mentioned in the movie, but that was kind of like the general idea. Because they looked nothing alike. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, my thing was like the, like the first three kids that died. Okay, all the deaths were bullshit. And you know what? I ain't gonna br- blame Kristen for bringing back Freddy. No, it's that goddamn Kincaid's fucking dog. He pissed fire out of his red rocket and brought that? him back to life. What was up with his dog? So. The tale is that James Cameron went up to Rennie Harlan at some point when he knew he was directing the new Nightmare movie and said, well, how are you going to resurrect Freddy back? And (laughs) Rennie Harlan looked at him and was like, we're going to have a dog piss fire. And at at the time, he was like being facetious, but then he really thought about it. He's like, actually, that'd be pretty cool. He's from Finland. Maybe there's this thing. Um, Robert England says something about like the hound from hell. It was supposed to be a representation of Freddy's evil. His adorable dog? It is yeah. a cute dog. Named Jason. Wink. I know. Uh, Sons of bitches. No, I'm more saying it's like, what was up with his dog entering the dream world beforehand? Yeah, she didn't call the dog in there. She bit Kristen, or the dog bit Kristen. Right, I don't know. Yeah, because that dog knew what was up. It was like, man, what the fuck? I don't know. Look, bitch. I guess the, <laughs> was the dog the harbinger of what's to come? I don't know. People were doing drugs. Yeah. Whoever, who wrote this? Did he write this? He did not write this. It was a, I'm not going to remember exactly who wrote it. It was two people and they went under a pseudonym. Not a pseudonym. What do you call it? Alias? Yeah. You're right. Pseudonym. Of like Pseudonym's correct. Scott Pierce or something, but it was alias for these two writers. Mm-hmm. Um, both with the same last name, so I'm going to guess they were brothers or something. They didn't write their fucking name in this. The Russo brothers. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But then a writer's strike. So like you get an original script, and all scripts get rewritten over and over and over again. Fine. But when you have a writer's strike, you don't have anybody to rewrite it. So like... the, you can tell a lot was either ad-libbed or the reason it doesn't make sense is because it was never fleshed out because you didn't have a professional sure. writer. You know what the correct thing to do in that situation? Shelf the fucking movie. Oh, that just, was never going to happen. That was never going to happen. do it. Yeah. I agree. Shelf it. God damn. Nah. Well, no. <laughs> it yeah, I get it. Happen. Like... 
especially like the suits in Hollywood, they're they're too greedy. Like if you have a script, you're probably just gonna shoot it, especially for a big franchise like this. Like, in, I mean, maybe it's just... always every single time the worst decision ever fucking made. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it's always because I feel decision. like I guarantee. Well, this movie probably made money actually. It oh, was yeah, it the did. highest grossing yeah, was, nightmare until up until Jason. Freddy vs. Jason. I was gonna say, yeah, mm-hmm. probably made a lot of money. But I, I feel like if you obviously had to kill the three originals, it should have been did something. You yeah, but, I, like I don't think you re- like like I think that could have been the actual script of this movie. Is like they're like like they could have all died. That's fine, but that could have been the movie. But the thing is, he had to get a fresh crop of kids. You know what I'm saying? So why? I get why you had to kill them, but yeah, why? Who knows? But what? I think. If They're, if you wanted to kill them, instead of separating them one on one, it would have been to me more, I guess, not I don't want to say dramatic, but more thought provoking if he fucked all three of them up in one fucking dream to show that he was fucking powerful. Sure. That actually would have been really like, cool. I would have liked that. Either that, yes, I agree with that. Or you have their friends be fodder, use Kristen's power to bring in all the kids around them as fodder to fuck them up throughout the movie and if one of them survives then that bridges the next crop of kids not that i hate the idea of like alice like her power is to like take everyone's power yeah Yeah, that's her whole thing about being the dream master right but here's the problem i don't hate that but here's the problem with that wouldn't Kristen technically have been the dream master first she won't get in these fucking powers. So how did Alice unlock this fucking level well, up I think when that Kristen was died? Her dream power, but um, she just had to unlock it with Kristen's oh, death. No, there, yeah. There's a spot of dialogue where Kristen is talking to Alice. She's like, "How do you know so much about dreams?" And Alice is like, "Well, if if that's all you have, you become an expert." So right. you you see the daydreaming sequences. Sure, that Alice yeah. Goes I mean, through. it's built up poorly, but it is built mm-hmm. up. It's You're built just up poorly a and it's man. executed poorly. Very poorly. Because yeah. no, because no script. I mean, she's basically a fucking Highlander, bro. She's yeah, like, there can only be one. <laughs> but it's like, but like, okay, Kincaid's death, shitty. Joey, pretty bad. I mean, they're all shitty, but it's like Joey. How did he get in the fucking waterbed? They sewed it back up, man. That's crazy as shit. So when we talked about the dream powers in Nightmare on Elm Street three, and had like nobody had good powers, right? Correct. Joey's was his voice. Now we are seeing. <laughs> The consequence of not having a good dream power. Right. Because he couldn't know his way out of this one. No. None of them used any of their shit. Um, Kincaid, like, knocks over, like, when he's he in the junkyard, pushes he a car. pushes a bunch of cars. Uh, can you push a car? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. If it's teetering, I could push that thing. Um, All right, let's find out. No, let's go. <laughs> yeah, junkyard. Let's go. We're going. But yeah, but it's like, okay, Kristen. Had all these powers in three or whatever were enough to beat fucking Freddy, but now her only power was fucking swan diving into a fucking furnace. Well, I feel like this is this was a huge problem in the eighties and probably more so the nineties, where you have like a movie where you set up a bunch of characters and then the the next movie they're just picked off one by one. Sure. Right. So it's like all their experience, their power, all of that shit is just thrown out the fucking window. Yeah. It's like yeah, they see. Freddy again, they're like, oh no, and they just get fucking killed. Well, this also, I think, comes from the director's point of view, too, of his choices of what he wants to do. It's very obvious that Rennie Harlan did not want to continue from Nightmare 3. It was stated that the, you know, three kids that survived, yeah, okay, they're going to come back. Even the um, actors what, uh, who played Joey and Kincaid were like, we didn't know we were going to come back for four until, like, our agent called us and was like, hey, you're going to resume your character. Sure, yeah. That's why they're just killed off so fast. 
it's like the like uh, Rennie Harlan was like rushing to get get past three to make his vision of yeah. what four should have been. Which no, I mean, I whether you call it, it fair like, or unfair, if it was a good idea or a bad idea, and uh, the, this movie is very choppy. That's what I was saying. Like before we started recording, I was like, the first half of this movie isn't good. Like it's not even like entertaining good. It's slow. The kills aren't good. And it just, I don't know, it just drags until the third act of the fucking movie. Mm. Well, you did get to see Robert England dressed as a woman, though, so. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That I shit was hard. funny as hell. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, what the hell? Fucking Freddy. Well, yeah, I mean, so now the original three are gone. True. You know, done. Yeah, can't And keep- now Alice gets the bad luck of the fucking Irish, and now she's fucking the dream goddamn master. Woo. Like, I'll be like, this is some bullshit. Why you had to bring me into your fucking drama? Like, yeah, fuck you. I would have just got in my car and started driving. Yeah, like, I'm out, man. Fuck you, <laughs> Freddy. Out. Fuck you, Freddy. Um, yeah. Even the scene where, um, before Kristen gets tossed into the boiler room full of water, or boiler full of water, which actually made no sense either. I don't know. Um, the scene where, like, Kristen sees her goes, Alice, wake up! Slaps her and then instantly goes, I'm so sorry! Like, again, very <laughs> choppy. Like, that means... Yeah. Like, there, there's no beat between the two different types of emotions she's trying to portray and it's hard until about the middle of the movie. I don't think you realize what Kristen was trying to do. It's like even when she's in the boiler, she kind of like pushes forward. You see some white whatever is going to Freddy, then go into Alice, and then like gold something goes out of Freddy into Alice. It's it's not it very is. explained at all. You have to pick it up for the rest of the movie of what is happening. Well, that's the thing is like when Kristen like sends out her power, I th- you, like you would assume that like that should just go to like that should just go to Alice. Right. <laughs> like I don't know what the fuck she's doing to Freddy. It is that Freddy collects the souls. He says it later. Freddy collects the souls, but she has she the has power. the power. She got yeah, glow, so she, it, so Freddie gets you're talking her soul. Twenty minutes before the movie ends, you actually figure that out. Right, <laughs> it really should have been a little bit more concise. Well, it's like so he gets her soul, but then for some reason he has to give up her power because that's her dream power. I don't, I don't know. know. Beca- because at this because point, we, strike. at this point, we just know that she daydreams. Well, hold on, hold on. How about this? Did fucking Kristen before she got tossed in the fucking boiler? Did when she slapped her, then apologized, and then she was like. Why? I didn't mean to bring you here. Bitch, you the one that said her fucking name and brought her here. <laughs> Don't be acting like you didn't know what was about to go down. Yeah, well, if you're, yeah, if you're the dream warrior, yeah, like you should know how to work okay. your powers. Well, that was me. It's like you throw these characters' experiences right out the fucking window mm-hmm. and then get forced to basically move the story along. Yeah. Garbage. Like, yeah, oh, here's garbage. my problem with this. It, let, let's say I was I had the old dream warrior power, dream master, whatever, and you can pull people in dreams. But, oh, shit, I'm going against Freddy. I'd be like, all right, I'd like the New York City fucking fire department. I'd be like Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. I'm calling with big motherfuckers. Like, yeah, we about to fuck you up, Freddy. I'm not calling my, my friend that beats off too much in a fucking closet. True. Like, no. I'd be like, yo, Joey, get your ass down here. The price is right. No, Joey, you stay your ass in the fucking closet. Beat all of them chicks on your wall. Nope, I'm calling big guns up into Chuck I, Norris. Come into this dream. Joey, I would have called you, but you actually have no power. So. <laughs> yeah. You just go stand there and be like, you know, this is yeah, bullshit. Apparently, he doesn't have any power because he doesn't do anything. No. I'll be calling some hardcore. I'm Frank Dukes. Frank Dukes. <laughs> I don't even know if you're really martial artist or not, but guess what? Well, you're coming in his dream. That's when we see that he's a fraud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets killed. And that's how like, the world found out. Shit. Freddie fucked you up. <laughs> And, um, Fucking no. Kong Kruger. <laughs> <laughs> or Chong Lee, whatever his name was. Gotcha, bitch. 
Like the death of Joey, I suppose, makes sense when he says, like, you know, the women are his weakness, and the you know, in the third one it was the nurse, and this one is the pinup model or whatever. But did you already say this? How does he wind up actually under yeah. and in the waterbed? Yeah, and closed no, so. up in it, man. His mom just pulls the sheets back. She's like, Oh God. No, you should have been like, yo, how the fuck did you get in there? <laughs> well, did you jump in there and then like close this shut? Like, it don't work that way, man. A lot of things that happen throughout this movie have that same kind of question. They fuck too much, I think, with the dream world versus the real world, and sure. they never explain it. Yeah. And we'll get to a point later. What's well, the same thing with Kincaid, right? Like, he gets stabbed, but he's stabbed in his world, bed. He's just like almost like having a heart it's attack. Like, yeah, he has like no a heart attack. Like, the same thing kind of happens with. Uh, uh, what's the nerdy chick? Sheila. She, she has, has like, asthma. She attack. Has an asthma yeah, because he plays it off as asthma. Yeah. Because he didn't he like suffocate her or something? He sucks face with her. Yeah. We'll get Wanna to that. That's face. a really good death. <laughs> but yeah, so like, you know, now they're dead. But we've already met the fucking main cast of this shit. Well, um, we're, I mean, we're skipping around a little bit. Like the all right. So Kristen goes and picks up Alice and Rick. They go to school. You meet Sheila. You meet Debbie. Uh, you right, meet you know Dan, who's one major league hunk. Sure, that guy. And then you see the difference between like Kristen being with Rick and her and those group of friends, and Joey and Kincaid, kind of being friends with Kristen. But everyone's like, "Why are you even friends with these people?" Sure. Like, obviously, they have no idea why. You don't know the fuck we've been through, son. Yeah, yeah. like those guys are kind of spooky. Spooky. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. It might be kooky. Yeah, I don't know. They make out with each other, motherfuckers. I think, like. I think my biggest problem with this whole thing is like the main cast or the main cast that's supposed to be this movie just feels second rate compared to Kristen Kincaid and Joey. You know what I'm saying is like they feel like they should be the main cast. And it's almost like it's supposed to be like almost a misdirect in the beginning. Like we're not supposed to assume that they're going to die. And maybe right, like we're all just a little too jaded with horror movies, especially <laughs> from this era. That's yeah. a very big possibility too. Um, if no, it feels like you're being cheated by bringing back not only uh, uh, characters from the last movie, but the actors actors from the last movie right, too. Yeah. I mean, Kristen was recast for whatever reason. Patricia Arquette. There's like four different versions about why she didn't do it. Um, it is, but it is. Like, yeah, it feels like a misdirect. It's just not done well. Yeah, either, they, they feel like, like they feel like the friends of the main cast. I think that's my biggest issue with it. Like, you don't spend enough time, like... Like, no one feels like the protagonist. Like, Alice doesn't feel like the protagonist until the third act of this movie. Pretty much. Yeah. Actually, no, I wouldn't say the third act. I think Alice, unfortunately, gets handed the protagonist when Kristen dies. But you yeah, but, but you, you wonder why. You don't feel it, though. Like, no, that's I, the thing, is, like, you're like, is she? Like, who the fuck? Who's running this thing? Like, <laughs> Nobody. Who's behind that's the it. fucking wheel? Yeah. Like I said... Every bit of money was used on effects, and that's it. This is where, like I said, the dreamscapes were way more elaborate. But we take away from plot and script True. with that. But where are we now, Steve? Well, we're... Oh, well, we've already met everybody. The main cast is dead. Well, the original from three. There's a lot of funeral scenes in this movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know There's what? A lot, getting, of, a lot of shots of They're getting funerals. headstones pretty goddamn quick. I know, dude. I don't know you can get a headstone that quick. Like, motherfucker died yesterday. And like, yo, we already got this headstone for you. Yeah. Like, nah, man, this up. is a setup. You want well, to kill these kids. Freddie called ahead. Yeah. He's like, I'm about to kill this motherfucker. Yeah, these motherfuckers um, are going to die. When you see Kristen Parker's headstone, you do see Nancy Thompson yeah, and yeah, yeah. her father... 
Mall Cop Thompson. I don't, I don't remember know. his name. Uh, a little A. Hey, so like, you know. <laughs> little cameo. It's a slight wink. Day. Yeah. Cameo. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> <The> Easter egg. <laughs> a little cameo. Look, I saw your grace, son. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, they're, they're just at school and like nothing really goes on. Now, who was it? Well, hold on. Did we miss? Was it Kristen? Yeah. Because Joey K.K. died. Right. Chris technically wasn't dead yet because this is when you get the nurse scene. Yeah, yeah. Because she's she, wigging well, out yeah, because she, she realizes the they're, they're not there. Joe and Kincaid die in the same night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kristen goes to school. We're going to fast forward this shit real quick. Gets knocked out on accident. Wakes up in the school. Nurse. Freddie's a goddamn drag queen. He's goddamn <laughs> Frankenfurter. Sure. And then he does a little song and dance. <laughs> it's a fishnets. It was crazy. He sings Sweet Transvestite. Bingo. <laughs> Actually, it'd have been better if he sang Time Warp because it would have fit more in this movie. Somewhere along the lines, we get a Time Warp. It. That'd be awesome. Like I would. We need a Friday. Well, no, we need a Nightmare <laughs> Four Point Five. Well, we need this cut. <laughs> but then the next night, I think Kristen dies. Yes. Yeah. And like I said, now there is an extended scene, um, or a deleted scene. And there's apparently there's a few deleted scenes. There were things that were supposed to go further. There were things that were supposed to kind of actually mesh the script a little bit better and New Line thought it was hokey, so they cut it out. But there was supposed to be a scene after Joey and Kincaid are killed where Freddie goes to Kristen, kind of like a your next bitch sure. thing, and they cut that out. So when Kristen shows up and sees the two empty seats, that's why she faints because she's trying to play it off like, oh, it was just a dream, whatever. But she's kind of like on guard. And then she sees she's like, oh, shit, it's real. Right. It's happening all over again. But then my problem is when Kristen dies. So Alice wakes up. It's like, oh, shit, we got to go to Kristen's house, son. Couldn't call motherfucker. Run all the way there. So obviously they live close. And then her room's on fire. Like, what? Her mom didn't know. And then (laughs) they just ran right in this fucking house. It's got to be fucking 10, 11 at night. <laughs> Whose front door's fucking unlocked? Look. Her floozy mother is yeah, waiting for right. that dick we to walk Elaine in. We know Elaine keeps bourbon there, <laughs> yeah. so she's probably drunk she, as shit. She's waiting for that, like, for that swing and dick to come through that door. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what happened. She saw her daughter getting burnt. She's like, oh, no, no, no. And all of a sudden, Dan the man comes in with a fucking 13-inch dong. Were beepers like, a thing back kid. then? Huh? Were beepers a thing back then? Yeah, they had to be. We should have just got a scene of a fucking dude checking his beaver. Come get this. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, yeah. <laughs> but like, oh shit. Kristen's in trouble. Doors unlocked. <laughs> so yeah, it's just like, whatever. Funeral. Like, goddamn, another goddamn funeral. Everybody getting buried in the same fucking There's plot, so too. Many. It's in all the same area. <laughs> like, because they all lived on the same street, they all got to get buried in the same plot, too. Of course, Steve. Like, goddamn, son. <laughs> These people had packs. The this is a cult. says so. But then, after this, like, and. You get that Freddie got an open door to the other kids through Alice now. But it's yeah, like she's got this power, she has no idea how to use it. It's like almost involuntary. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And I think the first girl after that was uh what's her name? Was the, Sheila. Sheila the geeky girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and I thought this was kind of cool because, you know, she was awake or she thought she was awake, but then Home Chick was awake. So she was in the dream with her. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't call Sheila in this fucking dream. What? Why are you sleeping well, in the class? Well, it's not explained at all. No. Alice falls asleep. We only get like just like a split second shot of her asleep. Right. And then we're supposed to assume that she brought Sheila into the dream. Yeah. yeah. So, like like I said, this whole movie, it's all Alice's fault, man. She keeps bringing people in not knowing what's going on. You need to stop that shit, girl. Yeah. You murdered well, your two friends. Two steps away from that. It's really all Kristen's Techn- fault. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say. For technically, never it's explaining that. But, but guess what, though? Kristen's gone, so I mean, we can't keep blaming Kristen. She's dead now. 
Alice should have known what the jig is up. Un- like, unwitting, up. <laughs> uh, unwitting participant. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, like, guilty by association, motherfucker. It's just, just, uh, like, man, I'm going like, to take me a little weird, cat nap, like, man. I wish Phil was here. Da, 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 Freddy, get you, bitch. But the weird thing is, like, Kristen never had that issue, did she? In number three, no, she would She always had to call she people. She would purposely in, call yeah. people. Even, even the beginning of this movie, she purposely called Joe and Kincaid. Right. But by her power being transferred to Alice and Alice not knowing exactly what the fuck she's doing, they said, like, unwillingly participating in. Yeah, sure. she, she didn't have a crash course in fucking, okay, I got this it's fucking like, power. Like, guess what? You got the power. We needed that montage. I ain't going to tell you what the fuck this is. So, um, she murked Sheila. Yo, Sheila's death She's was doing badass. this on purpose. She's a goddamn Highlander. Yeah, she's doing this on purpose, bro. You know what? You know she what I is think? getting stronger every time one of her friends. You know what dies. I think it is? You know what I think it is? She caught on quick. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Alice was failing this class, and she realized the smartest person she had to kill him to get that power, and now she's gonna ace all her fucking tests. I'm with you, Steve. Yeah. So by the end of this movie, she's a physicist. She should have been a she bodybuilder. Has the power of how many? Like six yeah. people. <laughs> like. Goddamn fucking crazy, God man! Like, just sucking souls, man. <laughs> Which for some reason doesn't help in the fifth movie, but that's way in the future. Uh, yeah, they don't give a shit. Then they're like, yeah. "Nah, we're gonna rewrite yeah. it." The death of Sheila was badass. First of all, um, Freddie with the apple with the claw. Yeah, classic like little shithead. The wanna suck face. This was okay. I didn't hate it. Um, no, but it did like, like, like we talked about Kincaid when he died. He got stabbed, and then it was like he had a heart attack. At least Sheila. He was sucking the fucking life out of her. We actually got to see like a fun special effect. Yeah. Like Like her skin draining, the eyes popping out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like. It still to this day turns my stomach a little bit. Like when I'm watching the scene, I'm just like, eh. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And then it translates to her losing her breath, asthma attack. So it's like, okay, cool. You know, everybody in the room would have been like, well, freak accident. At this point, though, like, is it? But to everybody else, sure. To Alice, what the fuck? Here's the thing. <laughs> this is what the third person to die in the Fourth. last two days. Fourth. Four people. Come on, man. This school's got a pandemic. <laughs> you know, like, like oh, there's shit. a point where you're just like something's happening. Well, Four people die. Well, Rick, well, Rick's the one that calls it out in the next scene when like Sheila's being carted away, and Deb, you know, Debbie's like, "What seventeen year old has, you know, uh, fatal asthma?" Sure, yeah, and. But like your fucking friend, yeah. And uh, what um, Alice is like, oh my god, I brought her in. It's my fault. Blah blah blah. And and uh, Dan's like, oh, I think Kristen's story is affecting her. And he's like, I don't really think it's a story, dude. We're dropping like flies. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah um, no investigation has been done. No, only four children have died. Yeah, but um, well, you think to the outside of, world, but honestly, two of them, the rest of the group didn't give a shit about because they weren't in the group. Joey and Kincaid weren't part of this friendship circle. Only yeah. Kristen. No, was. no, no, I'm talking about outside. There's no, there's no <laughs> investigation being done. There's a young child who has had basically a heart attack. You have another kid who has drowned in his waterbed that was closed back up. <laughs> Mom had, will be going downtown. You had another one just How'd you put your kid in his waterbed combust. <laughs> and then you had another one have a fatal asthma attack. Yeah. Like, we don't see one police officer in this movie. But look at that. Think you about it. You never see police officers. <laughs> yeah, you did in the first one. He was the father. And he was That's drunk it, all the though. time. We and saw him at the bar. It's like the cops Literally. know. Just like, well, there's a movie we did recently that was very similar. This idea. Oh, yeah. It was a Friday. Uh, what did we do? Six? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Or it's like the cops just know. So they're just yeah, like, they just hey, don't bother. Yeah. Fuck it, man. We'll <laughs> keep going out of that lake. We'll go it out will in the end morning. At some Lieutenant point. Thompson got hammered one night yeah. and told them the tale. Be like, listen, if a bunch of kids start dying, 
Don't bother. It's nothing we can handle. Don't go out there, man. You're going to be in trouble. There's some out there that will take care of this for <laughs> us. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Yeah, because it's only happened 10 times. Well, I mean, times I'll let it slide with this. the asthma attack because, I mean, you know, I won't think they just died. Because the fourth one to die. <laughs> yeah, but guess what, though? The cops would come out there and the kid's like, yo, it's fucking Freddy. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> like, we don't say that fucking name. No, it isn't. <laughs> you better shut the fuck up. Like, that's what they do, man. I and was then, number 35 in that mob. You shut your goddamn <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I was a 13th juror. Like, what? I didn't commit him to it, but I was there for it. Like, okay, goddammit. So I was the cop that fucked up the warrant. You think, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you think every Freddy movie, when kids start mentioning his name, all the adults are like, shut the fuck up. So that's what was going to happen. Like, shut the fuck up. Basically. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. I yeah. Think you're correct. So maybe that's why they didn't have the budget for cops. Because cops are like, look, look, we don't need you to come around and say, shut the fuck up. Okay? The dispatcher. Like, yeah, we don't need Where is this? Scene. Elm Street. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's not a real street, bitch. Click. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, that's going to happen there. Okay. Yeah. Well, I hope the refrigerator's running, so you better go catch it, Click. Like, Donovan <laughs> like, was playing pranks on me? Fuck you, man. Like, <laughs> goddamn, this shit's real. But anyway, back to old Ricky. No. Th- this Is shit. that where we are? Yeah. Well, all right. What? Well, after Kristen dies, like, they watch the video, of the homemade video of, like, this and that. Like, like, oh, like yeah, all of them, yeah, whatever. Yeah. He's like, you know, you made her so happy then, and blah, blah, blah. That entire thing was not in the script, and apparently Renly Harlan had terrible English translation. He tried to make that part, like, on the script, and they were like, no, you suck. So, the, uh, Tuesday night, and the guy who plays Rick... um did their own script. That is literally the only organic thing in this movie to me. <laughs> well, hold on. No, no, no. Tuesday night one in that scene, she was dead. I'm, I'm sorry, not Tuesday. I'm sorry. Lisa uh, Wilcox is Alice. All right, yeah. fi- fine. Alice and Rick. But again, the only organic thing in the movie because they got to do it themselves. Yeah. Yeah, it felt... Yeah. It, was, he, it was fine, yeah. And he's like, stop talking about Freddie. You're n- she wasn't crazy and you aren't either. Like, when um, they go to the diner and then Rick is telling Dan... Like, oh, well, Kristen told me the story about this guy. He's kind of like a town legend. Okay, how is he a town legend, but you didn't know about him? Yeah. I don't know. That's the weird thing. Is like, there's like. Again, if you grew two, up on Main Street, you were fine. What I'm saying is, like, their dad knows what this is. Really? Yeah, don't we get that scene later on with Alice and her dad? Oh, after Rick? Out? Well, yeah, the dad, like, well, the dad was like, well, I couldn't protect your brother, and I'm going to try to protect you. But he's also drunk all the but time. But doesn't he so. also say, like, I actually know exactly what you're going through? Well, guess what, though? I didn't think so. Guess what, though? I, I don't I'm remember I'm pretty that. sure he does. Daddy was doing a good job protecting it, because if he was drunk, he couldn't fucking talk about it. You know? Right. It's like that meme I showed you, Candyman. Yeah. You know, keep your name out, keep your, sure name out your goddamn wrong, mouth. Like, he ain't going to bother you. I'm sure I'm wrong, but, like... I feel like that scene was supposed to be saying that like he does know about what happens. He's the right age. Yeah. He's the right mm-hmm. age. He would have known what was going on during Maybe that time. Maybe he knew what happened to Freddy, but wasn't part of the mob. Yeah, I mean, he's a drinker, not, right? Like, so, I'm like, not saying he was a part of the mob. I'm just yeah. saying he's like... Oh, no. He was chilling scene, at Little Nemo's one night yeah. and fucking... You could have moved your ass. You could have moved your ass off of Elm Street. Like. <laughs> but like we're supposed to believe that they grew up there, right? Mm-hmm. So like they would know. This happened... If you 20 years two, ago hey, if you take the what? second one away this at least happened twice before yeah right like okay so the third movie was set in 1990 this is clearly set in 1988 actually um the car that Kristen drives is like a 1988 Volkswagen something or other right which Golf. kills the timeline 
Oh, no, hold on. No, you sense. can't say. Well, the, the timeline might be fucked. Cause I was about to say, because the original Halloween, everybody was driving around with California license plate in Illinois. So, well, I mean. No, like, I think what you're like, it seems like what you're saying is like, in the third one, they were trying to like place it a little bit farther ahead. Right. But although in this movie, they just didn't put enough effort into like yeah, making much, yeah. it seem like it was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because if it was 1990 time. and they got out of Weston Hills, we would be in the early 90s, and it's clearly still the late 80s. 88, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's like you they just did not record. they did not put the effort into this movie to make it seem like they weren't in the 80s anymore. Right. Like, yeah, the, when they go up to the house and Rick is telling Dan and, like, you know, apparently he's a town legend. Like, what do you mean apparently? You grew up in the town. So is he a legend or only a, something that someone who's been through it yeah. Well, that's the thing is like anyone his age that grew up in this town should know it. Dan shouldn't know it because apparently he just moved moved there. there. Yeah. Yeah. It's implied yeah. later on. Yeah. But Rick. But also still- in three, those kids didn't know either, right? No, they didn't know at first. Yeah. They just knew somebody was fucking with them. They didn't know who the hell the backstory was. Yeah, and we talked about this. Like, how these kids don't talk to each other. They were right. all in high school together, and some of them wound up in a mental institution yeah. because of it, and they, they <laughs> right. never yeah. talked to other people. Uh, hey, about friends! It. And even when you like Sheila and Debbie, like they're like, who, what, what's going on? Like, right? They Vic- went to high school. They grew Victim up. Victim of circumstance, like, man. Wrong place, wrong time. But bad to old Rick, man. This is a cheap fucking death. <laughs> Poor Rick. You had to fight the invisible oh, man. Yeah. It, it, they ran out of money. Yeah. yeah, this was lazy. Yeah. Rick's death was supposed to revolve around the elevator that he was in. The elevator was actually supposed to like disintegrate and fall away, and he was going to go Just into like falling. this dark pit and blah blah blah. And that, yeah, and it, they had no money. They had no money, but because they had already filmed the funeral scene for Rick, he had to die. Because right. at some point they were like, "Well, why does he have to die?" Oh, because we already filmed this. Yeah. Yeah, throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> like, not this God fucking damn. silly dojo. Guess what we yeah. don't need? Right. A funeral scene for Rick. Also, the actor who played Rick said, I took a couple weeks of martial arts training to kind of make it look legit. Like, when he's kind of like, you know, doing shit by himself in the garage or whatever. He's like, and then they're like, just do these roundhouse punches. Like, that's not martial arts. No, that's just yeah. swinging for the fences. He was a little pissed about that. <laughs> like, I would have been pissed too. Like, you know, like, so I'm going to so. die in this movie over some bullshit. Yeah, it was pretty lame. Like, he should have survived. Like, whatever. Or he should have been used as bait later on. Like, he didn't have to die. But then again, that, like, that's a weird thing. It was like, for some reason, we're supposed to believe that it was important for her to get his power. Yeah. Although it doesn't really come to anything. No, no, no. In the, like, the, what, the, um, the third act, the big fight off. Or whatever with her and Freddie and they're like yeah she's martial arts and shit oh yeah right. you're right you're right because she clearly didn't get martial arts from Kristen because as we've discussed Kristen only knew how to do gymnastics not right. actual martial martial arts yeah it doesn't it's loose none of it portrays well on no screen. and like, Rick this whole movie he's dead I would have been fine I'll, with it if he had like a really cool death like I would have been fine right. with that but. I would like to see him be like somebody find his dead body in the bathroom. You know, sure. why can't we see that okay. shit? But no, we just moved straight to him in a fucking casket. Yeah, this movie needed more of like the real world gore instead of like the dream world gore. Yeah, like, okay. We needed more like we needed to see the effects of that in the real world, like the consequences of that in the real world. Yeah, because like when he like he dies and Alice just goes no and like starts freaking out. Right. There's no yeah. There's no after body thing. Right. Yeah. Nobody finds him like you know. 
pants around his ankles, dead on the toilet. And and it was so like cheap, like his funeral. The cheapest part was when he jumped out of the casket and was oh, like, yeah. "Oh, I'm just trying to trick Freddie." Ha ha ha! Like, no bitch, you're dead. Like, well, this is the dumbest shit ever. Like, well, that's her, but that's her character arc. That's right. the point where she's like, "Okay, no more daydreaming," and that's why he goes back in the casket. Is it's her right, these like, powers and maturing and being like, "I'm not going to do this to myself." Have, like, there are throwaway lines that kind of they give you that idea, I guess. Like, she's. She's changing with every death that's happening. She's changing. And well, right here in the movie, that's when Dan says yeah. it. Yeah. When they're like, man, she's changing. He's like, with every death. Right. You know, it's yeah. like she's becoming a different person. Which is fine. Like, that's a fine throwaway that kind of connects everything together. Yeah. And, like, they just bury. And then that's when. It's definitely really contrived. That's when <laughs> they come together and they're like, we're all going to meet tonight. Mm-hmm. To figure out how to fucking beat this shit. Like, okay, so now everybody's on board with this fucking game. But but are they? they, like, they well, they, they kind of don't have a choice at this point. They kind of know something's going down. Okay. Again, we know something's really fucking wrong. Sure. So we'll go with you because I can't explain it. But now, but here's the problem with it. So she goes home. Dad tries to stop her from leaving. She she does the old Rick and jumps out the goddamn window. And then she goes to the diner to meet Dan. Okay, but now hear me out on this. What's the, what's the muscle chick's name? No, no. You skipped it. what I skip? She falls asleep. After her dad's all drunk and is like, no, don't go. I couldn't protect yeah, yeah. him. I'll protect you, blah, blah, There's the movie the movie theater sequence where she goes through the screen and then she she's face-to-face with Freddy. Right. She sees herself as an old woman. Assumes that she wakes up, right? Right. I but, guess. But here's yeah. my thing, though. Here's I what I was getting at. Besides that. So you mean to tell me they were all supposed to get together at like 7 p.m., let's say. Mm-hmm. But Dan and the CrossFit chick, everybody went home and took a nap? That should have been one thing you shouldn't have done. Dan, didn't Dan fall asleep in the... Oh, shit, I don't know. Did Dan fall asleep outside? So, earlier, as we were talking, this is something that really, really bothered me about the, the entirety. Like, this 20-minute sequence just winds up not making sense. It makes sense that she falls asleep. makes sense she has this dream. She goes to the movie theater, gets sucked into the screen, which is a very cool effect and, like, one of yeah. its first, from what I understand, of, like, reality to... You know, through a movie screen type thing. She goes into the Craven, um, and Freddy's there, and the soul food thing, the pizza you know, claw into Rick, oh, you little meatball, right. blah, 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 bring me more. And as they're talking, they see Debbie. So then he, like, Freddy, like, flicks his glove. Alice wakes up, sneaks out the house, goes to meet up with Dan. Dan's supposed to be waiting for her. That's right. where you get the idea that he just moved to the neighborhood. And then they do the time loop thing. But the, doesn't that mean that they're still asleep? Okay, so yes, that's what she says. Like, oh my God, that we're both still asleep. Meanwhile, Debbie's getting turned into a roach. What bothers me, actually, let's hold this off. Debbie's turning into a roach. Let's talk about one of the better deaths of... Uh... This is the best. This is one of the best scenes. In the yeah, movie. so obviously Absolutely. she went home and took yeah. a goddamn I mean, nap too. Effects balls to the wall. Yeah, I mean, this was like... Very cool. This very, and very Freddy's cool. death, quote unquote, are the best effects in this movie. Yeah, because the one thing she hates insects the most... That's what Freddie turns her ass into, son. Again, that was just a throwaway. That was that was so um, strange to me. What? What was strange to me is she was supposed to be this fit person. I wanted to see a fight. There I was did no too. fight. I wanted to see something. Yeah, yeah there was no fight, sure. man. You know what actually really bothered me? The way she grabbed her uh, what, barbell, barbell or whatever you want. Like she's like doing this thing, you know, the, 
but it's like up here. Like when you lift weights, you're supposed to be like up here, right? You're supposed sure. to be separated to, sort of towards the waist. She goes more towards the middle. And she also has now just honestly, it depends. Like, <laughs> if you move closer, you uh, I think that you work a different muscle set. Good. Like so, fair, you do like that, fair. and if you do it like this, you know, it's like okay, you're working different. So yeah. we'll go with that. Nope, totally fair. She also I don't had, had, I've never had nails like in my life, so I just <laughs> assume that like, you go. She to also had but. ample time to get out of that situation. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. But Freddie was her spotter. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, boo. Yeah, I guess she was just going with it. I don't fucking yeah. know. Like, All right, thanks, Fred. No. <laughs> well, she does like it, it, it's. It looks like she's trying to fight against him. But how do you fight against Freddy Krueger right. in a dream? Sure, uh, her, of course. But, yeah, she could like, kick him in the dick. Like, but that could have shown off like her like Kincaid power, right? Yeah, because like, they're kind of like parallel in a way, or they should have been. I think they should have been. Yeah, yeah. Like he, she, like that could have been her power, where she was like legit strong as fuck. At least in the dream world, and could have right. fucking give her a fighting chance, something. man. Like you, yeah. well, she gave away her happy bracelet. Remember, she gave she gave Alice <laughs> yeah, yeah, the bracelet. The so funeral, yeah. maybe True. you you lost your power, son. I don't know. <laughs> like the fuck, you got the hot topic bracelet. Sure. You gave we, it up, son. Where we would normally go, cause script. We know this movie didn't have a script, so now I'm gonna go because no script. Sure. Yeah. It um. The only thing I needed in this scene. Was more blood when her arms split open. Fair, fair, fair. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, that. yeah. If you're gonna split at the elbows, like, like I there needed, should be some gushing. I wanted that like... to be like the goriest you possibly mm-hmm. could have made. Or, like it. when her face got peeled off from the fucking rubber band. That was pretty wow. good. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is like the rest of it's actually really good. Like, oh, the effects are amazing. Top notch. Yeah, they're really, yeah. really fucking. It was good. a what? Screaming Matt George okay. was the effects artist who did that. Yeah, that shit was epic, man. I mean. Fucked me up as a kid. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. It's got near cockroach, Oh, no, son. definitely got onto my skin. It is yeah, wild. Like, still, and still to this day, even like this morning, watching it again, going, no, really? Like, no, like oh, <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, heebie-jeebies, yeah. man. Heebie-jeebies. But, um, but while this is happening to Debbie, they're in this dream loop. And my problem is, if they're both asleep, obviously, you know, Debbie turns into the roach and he squishes the roach motel. And then she's like behind the driver's, like, behind the wheel being like, oh, Debbie's dead. Then Freddie shows up. She punches the gas to go run him over. It hits Freddie, but the whole thing, the whole truck, like, you know, concave. But she hits right. a tree. But she hit a tree. How were either of them driving how are while they, asleep? How are they there to begin with? Right. Yeah. To I don't hit understand the tree. Yeah. Because, like, Rennie I, Hamlin, like, I fuck don't understand you. that, though. Like, I don't understand how they're in the truck together to begin with. No. Because I, she was in a dream originally, right? Like, when she went. To the theater? Oof. Well, right. but she then was in she was the theater, but tricked. she supposedly woke up to meet up with Dan, and then they're but in the that dream was loop, a which, dream. which she's like, oh my God, we're both asleep. But if you're both asleep, how did the truck crash in the real world? Yeah, I don't know. No, that, that, see, whole, that whole yeah. sequence doesn't make sense. Freddy magic. I don't even understand how Freddy. she's actually there. Well, Do you no, know what I'm saying? Well, no, she, uh, what, she sneaks out of her house like Rick style. But isn't she him. supposed to be in the dream world yeah. at that point, right? Because right. would they get in the truck and then pass out? Yes, carbon That's dioxide. Right, right, right. They were in a no, garage. No, there is no answer to this. It makes zero no. sense. Yeah, so I don't know. Because all, all it does is move the mo- movie along with uh, Dan trying to fight off getting sedated. Well, it's like, right. like, like I told Liv Tyler earlier. I was like, <laughs> yo, I was like, Alice was drunk because obviously she didn't get no damage in this fucking car wreck. Oh yeah, she was drunk, goosey, man. bro. Yeah, yeah, she, a- yeah, Alice was fine, and fucking Dan was fucked. Dan's a dipshit and tensed up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh god, like, nope, you shouldn't have tensed, son. Yeah, 
We needed a fucking Alice pulling out a flask from her fucking jacket pocket. Yeah. <laughs> you should have hit some of this, Don't son. Don't up, baby. Delicious. <laughs> fucking God damn it. She's got some George Dickel whiskey because she can't get the jack yet. She's like, I bought this from the fucking homeless man on the street. What? I got that dick. But yeah, so they go in that hospital. Oh my God, that looked like a rundown fucking hospital. But like, please don't take me here because I think I'm going to die just getting wheeled in this bitch. to get an infection real fast. It looked like a fucking rundown (laughs) shitty orphanage. Like, hey man, we're going to help you you out. You know it wasn't a real hospital they went to. They just had some place to shoot. A room. (laughs) And Dr. Freddy. Like, yeah. He was your doctor, son. But then, now, Dan now here's is nothing. But what he, is he in this movie? Why does he matter? I don't but, understand. Because he sets like, it up for the next one. Uh, that's what I think. Yeah. But now here's my problem but with that's this. It? So that's his whole reason they wheel him back to the operating room, right? They would have mm-hmm. sedated him quick, okay? But Alice has time to go home, get dressed up with everybody a piece of clothing from everybody. Minutes, as a matter of fact, wow, she's got the fastest fucking sleeping pills because she passes out standing up. I know. All right, like, let's talk about how she ate 10 sleeping pills. Uh, that bitch would od <laughs> Yeah, she, she's like a handful. She's like, oh. and where did she get? You know what? I don't even care where she got She fell from. asleep. The point is she eats like 10 sleeping pills, dresses herself appropriately in 15 minutes by and the course, time he's put under. And for some reason, that translates to the dream world. Yeah. I don't know. She passes uh, out standing up, staring at the mirror, and then sees... Fucking the operating room and then goes jumping through it. You know what would have been yeah. great? You know what? No, this would have been great. If she didn't transition fully to the dream world because she was not fully asleep yet. She, she wasn't in like a rim sleep. She and she just up. hit the wall the and like wall. fucking busted her ass on the fucking dresser. Got a bunch of cuts from yeah. glass all over her like, That shit would have been funny as hell. Dad walks in the room. She's all fucked up on the floor. Like, what the fuck are you I mean, doing up here? It's a nod to Alice through the looking glass. Sure. Yeah. But oh. terrible. We didn't talk about that at all. Like, just the... God damn, just being smacked on the head with a hammer with her name being Alice. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. God damn it. Her zoning out and having like these wild fucking daydreams and shit like that. Yeah, you Ugh. piece of shit. Like I said, man, I'd like, rather her just fucking busted ass on that fucking dresser. But what I was saying awesome is, like, scene. why, like, if it's a dream world, why did she have to get dressed up for this in the real world? Yeah, she could have just fucking thought about it and been dressed up as she went in. <laughs> Kind of my point, which is what happens in the third movie, correct? How do you mean? The punk chick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She creates her own fucking Attire. persona. Oh, no, no. Well, they had dream powers. See, Alice only gets powers from other people. Uh, she, she has to dress And Taryn herself. wasn't one of them. You know what would have been funny? Yo, I would have loved fucking Alice with a badass mohawk. You know what would have been right? funny, though? If fucking Dan... Was when he was in the dream world, if he was envisioning Alice in like lingerie and then she showed up in like lingerie, <laughs> like, how am I supposed to fight Freddy like this? We're like, oh shit, I thought it was my dream, son. Ass like, hanging out. Whose God dream damn. is this? Like I assless ha- chaps on. Like, what? I have to note, and every nightmare fan points this out, she gets the nunchucks. She never uses and them. And it's, no, no, there's a scene where she's doing the nunchucks. Um, in the room. Yeah, right. In the room, yeah. But it is clearly a stunt person in. The a wig that has nothing to do with the makeup. It's it's awful. Dude, the, it's just fucking awful. The cuts back and forth. I was like, mm. why are these two different? Like, what is happening? It was the same no. person that was in sidekicks with a nunchuck. Storm Seriously, Shadow. <laughs> Jesus, Christ. damn. No wig. Wig did not match. Nothing matched. You can I was like, that's see. the one was... thing that you needed. Just match the wig to her hair. That's all. It you really needed. wasn't that difficult. And I was like, I was like, why is she like a brunette? Like, what is happening? <laughs> yes, like, what is she has like curly brown hair? 
That's her fucking kung fu. It's fucking like persona. it's like the people under the stairs where that one one guy busts out and you can clearly see he's wearing a mask because it like folds up oh, and yeah. you can see like <laughs> yeah. that's what it, it reminds me of every single time. Like, oh my god, damn. Not, no, get somebody no. else to bust through the fucking floor. Or like yeah. Steve said in fucking sidekicks. You have a grown ass man doing this. Yeah, Nunchuck, not supposed to be a fucking twelve year old. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so, yeah, this fucking shit. But then Dan wakes up, mm. and then he has to be put back under. Like they wake him up because he's dying. Right, he's hemorrhaging or whatever. Well, no, no, okay. no, they they fixed him apparently. Yeah, even though he was hemorrhaging, apparently they brought him out and yeah. he's miraculously healed. Like, Before that, though, they meet Freddie in the revolving tunnel. The oh, fun house tunnel. Yeah, the yeah, fun, fun house. house this man. was not necessary. No, this is ridiculous. Well, we need it, a fun it was house, just to man. get to that silhouette shot of you know what have been great standing in there. Oh yeah, like the I like to refer to that shot as like the Michael Jackson. It's, you know, dun, it's, his, dun, it's exactly dun, what my dun, fucking yeah. thought. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Billy Jean. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, what if they both just held the top of that fucking wheel and just kept just spinning around? Spinning. <laughs> like, you're not fucking me up, Freddy. It's spinning very fast. Like, they're like, oh my God, they're like falling over. Oh. Uh oh. I want to add something that maybe you can edit later. Sure. When Kristen gets drugged by her mother. Tell me that entire sequence of like going through her draw. She tries to put on a coat, but doesn't really. Which and is then hilarious. she goes through the drawers and then she tries to dial a number and then she like passes out. It's like a parody of making fun of girls from horror movies. How they'll try to like, you know, go somewhere and then trip and be like, ah, and be like, the it almost sequences. it almost feels that way. It's almost vaudeville like yes. where it's like <laughs> what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> like it's I, horrible. I, I have zero idea she's like, what beep, she's beep, doing. Beep, yeah. Oh, Alice, dream somewhere nice. It's so, it Why are you trying to put a jacket on? Where yeah. are you going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like she's to put on a it's like putting on a cape but missing and also, then like she's know. Is she looking her. for something? But that's how I feel about the whole spinny tunnel thing. It's stupid. Like, what, yeah, it's for just sure. it's, it's stupid shtick. Yeah, it's it's a filler out. bullshit. Yeah. Is it they had it something someone knew someone who had this thing or something. Yeah. Like but we're gonna put this shit in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we Fred's got. Like, so I'm gonna spin it and then like yeah. as slow as fuck spins it. It's yeah. not like it's going like Yeah, you could have ran the fuck out of that bitch. Not at all. Yeah. Like, surprise, Freddie. It's in a going dryer. slower than a real funhouse, dude. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, this funhouse blow. I want my five tickets back. <laughs> like, what? But then they just come out of there and they're in like in the, church. the cathedral or whatever. Yeah. Random cathedral. He's like, ah, oh, Alice, I'm fucked up. Yeah. And then he just yeah. fades away. Yeah, because he goes like, back I'll to the real you world. What, man, if you're hemorrhaging, they're not bringing you out. They're going to fix the hemorrhaging. Well, that was the weird then thing. Maybe bring it was out. like he was hemorrhaging, but then like as he got, as he came out of it, they're like, you're fixed, son. No, you're, you're fine. You're perfectly fine. We fixed you. <laughs> yeah. That would be $25,000. And, like, <laughs> and he's like, put me back in. Yeah. Like, dude, what? you just no. didn't want to get put to sleep. Now you want to, like, make up your fucking mind. Like, Dan, Dan, what are you going to do, Dan? So now we're out of the funhouse tunnel and into the cathedral. And Dan to- disappears. Took me to church. Fade away. (laughs) Goodbye, Dan. And this is where they start to touch on when uh, Alice was in class with good old Bob Shea explaining the Dream Master and the gates. And even Freddy's like, I've been guarding my gate for a long time, bitch. That went over my head, to be honest with you. (laughs) I was like, what? I don't know what that means. Like there's supposedly two gates, one that leads to good dreams, one that leads to bad dreams, and Freddie's been guarding the bad dream one. So Alice is 
volunteered, I guess, to guard the good, the good dream one. Okay. She was voluntold. So Chris is there... just threw this shit on. <laughs> Fucking bitch. So is the... <laughs> is it only for this street? <laughs> I guess so. It's Elm Street, son. Oh no! Now, oh no! Now we're on to Main Street. See, all the Elm Street kids are done. <laughs> yeah, it's spilling out now. Yeah. Only now. We got Main Street. We got First Street, Second Street, Third Street. Man, you know he's just moving on up, man. Springwood is a very big little. Town. So each street has its own guard gate or gate guardian. Sure. Sure. No, <laughs> these kids on these other streets just had dreams. Okay, they didn't have good or bad <laughs> dreams. dreams. And Freddie's like, it's only happened here. Okay. He, he got. He came into some money. <laughs> you know, some cash annuities, and he has been doing real estate, and Pardon. now he bought this other street. There you go. In the dream world. Yeah. So now he can invade these kids' dreams. It's a cold. It's a monopoly allegory. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes. He rolled doubles, and he got the land on Mediterranean. So now he's bought that street, <laughs> and he's diddling these children. He ain't gone to murdering them yet. He's just yeah. diddling them. Just touching them inappropriately. Yeah. Like, and that's how Sigh. it is. But now. Oh, pedophile. Alice has to fight back to stop him from getting more Monopoly spaces. Yeah, she's going to kung fu kick him. Yeah. And like, she, like, hits him no less than 30 damn times yeah, cut and pasted. And he's laughing he's the whole laughing. time. Yeah. Like, yo, man, you think after, like, the second or third one, he's laughing, right. you're like, well, fuck it. The jig's up, man. I got to try a new fucking <laughs> tactic. And then she ghostbusters his ass with a weird contraption that the so, smart so, girl made. I guess that's how to, like, to show the different, so, like, powers that went through her, or whatever. Like, the, I never really understood this watching it, which, like, she grabs, like, a cable out the wall uh-huh. and puts it to this machine that Sheila made to make bugs go away. Right. Like, puts a hole in Freddy. But then Freddy just goes, you know, magician uh-huh. and it's it's healed so it's kind of worthless yeah well yes christian it's pointless because this whole movie is pointless <laughs> <laughs> nothing means anything <laughs> no. no you can't do shit why does she point that at his fucking dome and blow his fucking head up he's like, like we need more setup for this yeah machine i agree yeah, this device. We need a little bit more. It is basically a fucking Ghostbusters. It'd have been better if she threw it across the floor and then pressed the pedal, and then he got sucked into it. Yeah, it's, it's a tiny proton pack. Yeah, that's what this thing was. It had one shot, one yeah. opportunity, and yeah. guess what? He just willed that shit away yeah, like, haha, mom's up. spaghetti. Mom you only get one shot. Gone. Yeah, <laughs> just like he fucking Eminem that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know the find your balance thing. Those brick the gymnastics is her or Kristen the. Super strength is Kincaid. Blah, blah, blah. Or the, the other chick. Who knows? Yeah. I just... You got to think about it, man. It's like, dude, she has two strong people. Okay. She should be the Hulk in this fucking <laughs> scene. Okay, first off, this reminds me. She should rip like, limb from limb. I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. So she gets all these fucking powers. But all these kids had these powers, right? Kristen, your power fucking sucked. You wanted to be a gymnast? You're like the Indian kid on Captain Planet. You got the heart ring, and you're like, this is bullshit. These motherfuckers <laughs> got fire, water. No. I'm over here with the bullshit ring. You're the one yelling at your power, and everyone else is looking at you like, okay. Yeah, like this <laughs> motherfucker's like, I got super strength, you know? I got fucking bolts of lightning shooting at my feet. I'm a fucking gymnast. Like, what? Yeah. I like, make love oh, to monkeys. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. I'm really good at Parcheesi. Like, yeah. okay, god damn it. You stop with your stupid dreams. Well, all right. You know, I'm just going to be honest. I'd have better dreams, Jan. You know, it'd be like, yo. I'm like fucking Iron Man. If you were to look from the fourth to back to the third, when Nancy was like, he's he's strong. He's never been this strong. The whole souls thing, it jives. What does not jive? Alice is, I know the Dream Master rhyme, but never completes it throughout the whole movie. So by the time she goes, evil will see itself and then it'll die. Can we get, just get a nugget of that? Like, 
Yeah. Before this. It should it should have. Well, we got a nugget. We needed a whole fucking wing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we right, needed, it, like... The, but that's what I mean. Like, it's like it's set up, but not set up. Yeah. it's It feels very, like, when it's done earlier in the movie, it's like, this doesn't even seem like anything you're supposed to, like, recognize right. as any kind of, like, story device. Well, like, no, it just, it, it seems like throwaway it, bullshit. It's right. like I told her, it's like Dorian Gray. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, yeah. he sees this fucking painting, he flips out in The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. What if... And this would have been way better if she pulled up that fucking mirror and Freddie just winked in and like, hey, hey, did a little pose. Yeah, jigs up, bitch. Like and she don't dies. Work. Yeah, I'd be fine with it. No, like, no, she, yeah, she gets murdered. Yeah, he murders her. Like, why are you showing me a picture of myself? I look like a good motherfucker, man. You see this snazzy fedora? Like, he's all fucking pimping and shit. Like, what? Yeah, I didn't understand um, any you know, of this. The, yeah, the problem with the whole dream master thing is that we just never get a taste of what the end of the rhyme is. Therefore, when she says it, it's it. It's very contrived. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, it feels like, even though that you were kind of told earlier, it feels like it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. You're just like, what the hell is the point of this? If at any point in the movie she was like, evil soul shall see itself and then it'll die, how can I use that? Not even getting that deep, just say the rest of the rhyme. So when it comes to it, we're like, oh, that's what it does. Well, I also just still like, don't quite understand, like, is it because he's seeing it? through this specific kind of like stained glass kind of situation. I don't even think it's that deep. I, like, I just think it's just a reflection. He's never it, seen his reflection. I guess not. He was buried in a goddamn like like a fucking I don't know. There's like mirrors and windows and there's all sorts of shit everywhere. He dodges them, man. All right. Like who knows? Well, I mean, in the third one he's like in the mirrors, but like no, he he just kind of died. They buried his bones in a junkyard. Maybe not. Maybe Every not. movie Maybe has there was died no a different way. View mirror that he got to see himself in. That's I fine. just wish it would have been set up better for us to accept. This is the way we're gonna kill Freddy now. Sure. Because yeah. the whole point is that like the soul that because he sees himself, his the souls that he's collected go against him, and all the tiny arms shooting out. Really cool fucking effect by the They're way. Really fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Looks great. That, that basically they're revolting against him to rip him open to be free. Sure. And she's the one to like do that, I guess, being the dream master. But it again, it just doesn't. None of it connects. Would have been really it, fucked it's up. It's all very it disjointed. Yeah. <laughs> what have really been fucked up is if when he opened up and all the souls went, yay, went flying off to wherever, if she took them all. Shang Tsung <laughs> style. Yeah. Like, ah, you're mine now, Like bitches. I said earlier, she's a goddamn Highlander. Yeah. yeah. And they needed to go into her body. I needed her to be the <laughs> villain of the next movie. She is the Highlander. Yeah. Like, she and turns into Freddy. I needed Sean Connery to come out of somewhere. <laughs> As the Spaniard. Give us some weird diatribe about him. <laughs> the Spaniard. To be only one. This <laughs> We're like, when I was a boy in Spain. We're like, this what? Is, like, you're the Spaniard, but wait a goddamn it. You're fucking me all up, Sean. <laughs> This makes no sense. And why are you wearing that ridiculous outfit? See, it works. None of it makes sense. Yeah, no, it, it, it all works. And then Connor McCloud been there, like it, yes, it works through ignorance. It's yeah. fine. So several cool things throughout the whole Freddy tearing himself apart somehow with the souls. A little bit of trivia. First of all, uh, Linnea Quigley, who has been like a B movie actress in horror for like forever she has a cameo as basically chick with tits that go against the freddy chest um the second thing was that what they built a ginormous freddy chest and while all the all the 
actors were like trying to press against it there was one lonely woman who was kind of in charge of like holding it together mm. and when they did it the whole fucking thing collapsed and she fell off of this oh top thing. she was fine apparently she was okay but like it was a big mistake jesus <laughs> christ just... damn but yeah i mean I, I thought it looked great too that and the cockroach are the two best looking special effects that's where all the money went but it's like the end of the movie they're just by a fountain. Dude's like, let's throw a coin in here. And she sees Freddy in the reflection. You know, what What did you wish for? If I tell you it's not going to come true, this bitch wished Freddy to come back. That's, That's what the fuck she <laughs> wished. She just saw his ass. That's what uh, she was thinking just, about. At this point, it's the needless hook. You know there's going to be another one. Yeah. You don't know what it's going to be, but he's obviously not, you know, quote unquote, gone. He's napping. That's what the fuck he's doing. And it's like, dude, come on. I would have rather the, just go to credits. Like, yeah, just, yeah. I don't need to see them in a water fountain. I don't need to see her and Dan fucking doing anything. Well, the, but this builds it up to Nightmare Five. What I wish we would have thought to do was do Nightmare Four and Five together as a podcast because it it's Dan and Alice. It's their continuation of their story into Five. It would have been fucking like a four hour event. No, not really, because Five is even worse than Four, and we probably could have talked about it in like an hour. Oh, this is gonna be great. <laughs> I, I don't remember Five at all. I remember nothing uh, about five. The, the writer strike was still going on. We have a different director, and the production for Nightmare Five happened very soon after the release of Nightmare Four. Okay, there was no time to. There was just no time. True. Kinda and the like, production for that was only a certain amount of weeks, which you would look at it and go, "We got to do all this in how many weeks?" Kind of like Friday why six it's and seven. So not. It's not I don't if remember this was it. not good, that's really not good. <laughs> we'll have to wait a few months to do that. Then. <laughs> Like I said, it's like Fridays. Or we I mean, can uh, skip to Friday. Yeah, Friday six and seven. That <laughs> That's true. Mm. They were quick. What? Like Friday six and seven. You know, like you knew they did that shit back oh, to yeah. back. All those movies were fucked back it back. all up. There were some that were like two years apart. No, no, no. Like literally, like cut on one, start filming on another. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got to make that money, man. So if, but if you can, but the, I guess the problem is when they're like, oh, we have to make that money, but your films aren't worth making money. Yeah, when you saturate if, the fucking well, yeah, I mean, thing, well, that's what market. we saw. That's what we saw in the '90s, where it's just like the audience kind of came to realize, like, we're not going to give you our money. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like there was only like a window of time that they could do this, and they did it, and then mm-hmm. after that, it was like no more. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. We moved on to real <laughs> shit. Yeah. Well, I guess that that would also be um, part of the what, what the internet go uh, uh, more sign. What was it? Technological advances. Sure. CGI, you can't you can't just trick us with some basic practical effects. Sure. Yeah. When you're adding CGI, like, and we've noted uh, how certain CGI is really good looking and certain CGI fucking sucks depending on how much money you had to afford well yeah, it's yeah. One or the other. like as time goes on like what makes cgi work is mixing it with practical but a lot of these studios weren't doing that what they were right. doing was just hiring special effects artists to do pure cgi when the technology hadn't caught up to that point yet right they're like you're just not going to trick an audience that many fucking times. They're going to see bad CG and they're going to be like, "It takes you out of it." No, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like no, this looks ah, like this shit. looks like shit. Yeah, this looks like yeah. pure garbage. Which we see in the Nightmare Reboot, yeah. which I bitched about. Which is why, like in the '90s, like what reigned was like thrillers in the '90s mm-hmm. is what fucking kept Hollywood fucking going. Like Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, exactly. is the first thing it's I like, think of. Absolutely. 
Well, yeah, it was a decade of fucking um, like pretty good thrillers for the most part. Some were terrible, but no, I mean, I mean like, that movie title. But they didn't rely on too. special effects. Like thrillers don't right. have to rely on it was that more kind of plot storyline, yeah, more like acting. Exactly. The- it was all about script build. Like, what can you build to make audience actually feel fear instead of like special effects that are like gross out kind of thing? Yeah. Right. In the grand scheme of horror movies, in advance, like you stop having quality in the late. 80s to early 90s until Scream. Sure. Scream was the one that kind of rejuvenated the slasher genre. But yeah. bringing in heavy hitters, like I yeah. said, Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson, you have an old school director with a new school writer. Sure, yeah. And I, I mean, I was, the first time I ever watched it, I was pretty impressed by it. Well, it, like, Scream, like, re- revitalized it, but then also killed it at the same time because, like, you just have, because at this point in the 90s, like, Studios just haven't learned yet to like do their own shit. So yeah. like you just have clone after clone after clone. Oh yeah. Well, then you got the what you guys did. I know what you did last summer. Blatant urban legend. Still Blatant. like even Anything with like after that. you still have Kevin Williamson involved. Like yeah, it's like, yeah. It's <laughs> the not faculty. Just like, yeah, like all. Like, of them. And I'm not saying like he's a bad writer. I don't think he's a bad writer. I'm no, just like he had his finger on the pulse for a couple right. of years. But anything after a couple of years gets old. Exactly. Yeah. Like and if you don't have like good directors involved, like. I love the faculty because, like, it's two people that I think did have their finger on the pulse. You have Rodriguez, Rodriguez. and uh, Williamson. So it's yeah. like a lot of people hate that movie. I think it really hit on like a vintage horror vibe, like, well, but also like bringing it into a modern era. When, when you compare it to things like Disturbing Behavior or um, what Halloween H2O is around the same time, yeah. sure. Josh Harnett, that. I like the faculty. I've always liked the yeah. faculty. I think it works. I thought it was. I thought it yeah. was its own thing. I think it's solid. I think the Roll- no like, sequels, no prequels, no, nothing. Like, it was its own solid movie. But what I'm saying is, like, it feels like it's it's very much like a contemporary like 50s horror, like or sci-fi horror yeah. movie, right? Yeah, yeah it, I mean, it definitely borrowed from like inva- uh, invasion. Of Body sure, Body yeah. Well, yeah, it's related. definitely it's a throwback. Or invaders movie. from Mars or it, whatever. Yeah, it's 100 percent a throwback movie, but it's done I, it, pretty fucking good so back to nightmare what do you rate this movie i will give it six brunette wigs out of ten <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna fucking rate this on something that won't even end the movie it's just something you said i'm giving it phil's children in the asshole five of them jesus christ <laughs> like because that shit is just that 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 was just funny to me. I'm gonna be raving him, and that was his asshole with all these kids coming out. So I'm giving it five of them. Phil. I'm gonna laugh if that doesn't even make the cut. <laughs> it's gonna make the cut. It's gonna make the cut. Five raping Freddies from Phil. <laughs> That's, Phil raping Freddies butthole. Five of them. That's what I'm giving it. Okay. Yeah. I said that, That's like, fine. I said it's an all right movie. It's just not it's okay. the strongest in this fucking series. It's middle of the road. Are you gonna plug us out? Sure. Plug you up. <laughs> we'll snuff you out. Plug you up, son. What? No, I'm not Freddy. <laughs> Don't worry my name. There's Freddy in there. Not first, middle, yeah. or last. But feel free to like, follow, Facebook, Instagram. We need to get back on them. We say it every week, sure. but God damn it. The best thing you could do is recommend us to a friend or review us anywhere. And send us emails to say Phil. Trashforbrains at gmail.com. That's trash every year brains at gmail.com. We will take your movie recommendations. We will take scripteds, ghost stories that you would like us to talk about in our other podcast, Fear for Brains. Um, also, you can just 
email and say Phil's got nice hair. Thanks. I mean, you know, just do whatever. We don't care. Talk if to I us. had to choose, honestly, I think Phil has the nicer hair. I know he does, man, because I just don't give a fuck. I'm like that homeless dude on the side of 540. You use Three Minute Miracle? Because that's what I use. I don't know. I don't. I just put sea salt spray in it. Is that something? Yeah. <laughs> if I it isn't, put, I still do it. I, I just put the sea salt that's on the counter in mine. I don't, <laughs> it ain't spraying. I just... I just no. But nah, freaking... Yeah, just review us. Talk to us. Let us know what you want us to do. Anything else you want to say? Do we have sun for next week? Oh, yeah, we do. Well, we like Kristen, what would you like to plug the fuck out? I like long walks on the beach. No. <laughs> what? What they meant to say was, hey, Kristen, thank you so much for coming on this podcast today. Hey, we won't fucking done yet, man. So, you know, you're you jumping the gun here. <laughs> and now maybe, I'm not going to say it. And I'm going to make it official. Maybe not a nightmare when I come back here. Let's look. I'm fine with that. You want a daymare? Let me flex my muscles. Is there a daymare on Elm Street? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. Always a, a pleasure. Version. Always very fun. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we always appreciate it and have a lot of fun. And hold the fuck on. No. Thank you to Liv Tyler for coming on our show. <laughs> like, see? Yeah, thank you, oh, yeah. Total compliment your own... that they're still calling me Liv Tyler. Yeah. You fucked up your own outro, man. You I know, am hey, banning myself. When, when, when are you going to do a, another Lord of the Rings, man? No. <laughs> Let's have a little talk about this. Uh, I'll do another Empire Records before I ever do another nice. Lord of the Rings. Oh, yep. snap. H2O is going to be at the end of October. Yeah. Uh, please stay tuned for that. That should be a really fun one. Yeah. That's the first time Michael Myers' mask ever has fucking facial expressions. I know, man. <laughs> it's that CG they put over it. Yeah, this motherfucker, he looks all fucking calm, then he looks pissed. It's no longer his mask. It's actually a face. <laughs> his facial reactions equal Josh Harnett's hair. I yeah, know. when they hit that fucking dude and he got pissed, you know it. Yeah. Like, God damn, son. His eyebrows like- furrowed. <laughs> you were very angry. <laughs> Looking forward to the future, guys. But all right, we'll be back next week. That's right. <laughs> You'll hear us. Yeah, Phil yeah, didn't fuck it up this time. That's right. Piece of shit. Goodbye. Bye.